This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Today. I want us to make some space to talk about the wise, some of the wisest teachers on the planet. Children. There is much that we can actually learn simply by taking a moment to observe children and or to remember how we engage with the world during those innocent times. It's so funny, I was talking the other day with another beautiful person on the planet and you know, we were commenting about how toddlers, you know, when they are around, they literally do what they want. <laughs> it is their, it's their world. You know, it is their world. And it can be a challenge as an adult, right, to try to multitask or get other things done that do not involve them. Because if a toddler decides that they want your attention and they want you to play, then that's what they remain focused upon, what they desire. So yes, in a sense, they they are selfish, but not in the negative sense of the word. And the other thing that I think is absolutely wonderful about these young people these young masters, honestly, is when you watch them, they come into the world and their measuring stick is completely intrinsic. The meanings that they make of the world when they are that young are really based upon whether it feels good or it doesn't feel good. Whether it's something that to them they enjoy the feeling of it or whether they don't. So if it's something that they like and it feels good to them, meaning internally and within their own body, then they will express that. And if it doesn't feel good to them, then they will express that. And at that age, it is completely irrelevant what you think about it. <laughs> it, it matters not what your thoughts, your perceptions, your opinions, your your value system is about it. It is so irrelevant because it's not about you, right? It is not about you. And even at that age, they are so beyond people-pleasing. They are all about self-pleasure and being certain that the choices that they are making bring them the highest levels of satisfaction as possible. And when they don't, they express it, express it fully to be able to let it move and to release it, to move through it, to diffuse it, to get back to something that is satisfying. Fascinating. Why is this fascinating? 
Because there becomes a point in time where we switch away from this, where we get domesticated, where we are taught that even sometimes that what other people think and believe and the way that they feel might actually be more important than what feels good to us. So in the process of socialization and domestication, can I say it? Domestication, we learn to betray ourselves. This is why I truly say that teachers, that children are some of the wisest teachers and masterful teachers on the planet. Because they remind us of the importance and the power that lies within giving full attention to how we feel. This is the measuring stick that they use, how it feels. And they are always connected to themselves to be able to receive the feedback about how it feels to them. We come into the world wired to trust what we feel. That's a beautiful thing. I find that in adulting, a lot of times the struggle and the dissatisfaction and the hurt and the pain comes from us seeking to get back to this place of allowing how we feel no matter. And then not only that, but getting back to being familiar again and being aware of what feels good to us and what doesn't. Because there comes a point in time where our viewfinder is so much focused on how other people are responding that we care so much about what other people think that we totally lose sight as to whether what we're doing actually is self-pleasing or self-displeasing. would it change your life if today you allowed for how you feel to matter and that you dedicated and became committed to making choices and also thinking thoughts that simply feel good to you and ignoring the other to actually know that you can sustain inner peace through your own free will. How would that impact your life, your life satisfaction, your overall sense of well-being? How would it impact the way in which you show up in your relationships? How would it impact the way in which you approach conflict? If you knew that inner peace was always accessible to you simply because all you needed to do 
was to choose to feel good first and foremost. And then after feeling good, allow yourself to be inspired to take action. Could it simplify your life? Is it worth giving it a try? Until next time.